Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 31 of Consignment Chats. Ladies, how are you today? Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. 31 episodes. And today we've got something. I think we always have something good to talk about, or we think we do anyway. But today (laughs) we're going to talk about Poshmark. And Poshmark is a social selling site that incorporates social interaction along with selling. Um, It started in 2011 and Mm -hmm. it originally started as women's fashion only, but since then has grown into other items like home goods. What else, ladies? Menswear? Pet items. Yeah. Children's, children's, men's. Yeah personal care products. So they've really expanded. Mm -hmm. And then um, recently, I think it was in January, the company went public at over $3 billion, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Shows, I mean, they're clearly doing some good things, doing some good things. Um, Some of the other stats that we found on them is there are 60 million users and 300 thousand of those in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. You do get Canada and the US, but they're not yet international. Am I correct with that? I think Canada was introduced. I might be like maybe about a year ago or less. Okay. So that's relatively new as well. Mm -hmm. But we're not doing Europe or anything like that yet. No. Mm -hmm. No. Sticking to Canada right now. Um, How many sellers? Eight Eight million. Eight million sellers, and then round about how many listings do they have? 75 million. 75 million listings. That's a lot of shopping. Now, I don't have the numbers to compare about things like eBay, but we're talking Poshmark today anyway, so that is fine. Um, and the reason that we really want to talk about Poshmark, well, number one, we get a lot of questions about it, but also because we know that a lot of the resellers that are out there, because reselling has become such a thing in the past couple of years, a lot of resellers have started on Poshmark because of the ease of use. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy. It's got a community type feel. People like that. So let's start by giving people some of the information, you know, ladies, as far as like fees, how it works, kind of the basics, because we do have a special guest we'll be pulling in, but let's go in some of the basics. I think we've been on there, Molly, since uh, 2012, back when you needed an invite to sign up, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, so we've been on there. We've played around with it for a while. It is, I would say it's our secondary or tertiary selling platform after eBay and uh, maybe Facebook marketplace. Cause we do a lot there as well. And uh, yeah, we kind of have had a love hate relationship with it. We'll talk a little bit about that <laughs> at the end. Uh, but yeah, there's so many people and so many of my reseller friends and people that are part of the reseller community definitely sell on Poshmark and they absolutely love it. Yeah. 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 Tiffany, how about you with Poshmark? And your business. I've been on there a couple of years and um, it's probably the second, the second platform for me, but it's, you know, it's, it's here. It comes and goes. It's, it's a roller coaster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Not steady. I'd agree with that. (laughs) So what are the fees like over there? Tiffany, I know, you know, this off the top of your head. 
<laughs> our numbers girl no oh i do i do okay so it's 20 percent is just kind of their flat fee it is taken off so you don't have to pay to list it's free to list it's just 20 percent of the sale for sales over 15 dollars, which is probably going to be most sales on on poshmark and um it is a flat rate of two dollars and 95 cents for anything under 15 dollars Okay. I knew that one. <laughs> hmm? I knew about the $2.95. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All my sales are in the under $15. Oh, all right. Okay. And I know one of the other things that um, beginners and people in the Poshmark community like is shipping. Want to tell them how that works. It's pretty easy. I think that's why a lot of people really gravitated toward Poshmark was the ease of shipping. And they traditionally, and they're changing this more and more, but traditionally it was just a flat rate that the buyer paid to ship the item. So the sell in Poshmark just generates the label. So you really didn't have to worry about it as a seller. It was just easy and the buyer paid it. Uh, now they're you know, pushing for um, sellers to have free shipping options and kind of absorb that cost similar to what you see on other, on other selling platforms. Yeah. And then they just email you the label. Yeah. Correct. Like you just get the label when it buys, print it out and boom. Yep. Off it goes. Off it goes. Um, I know that we have, well, I say we, um, Tiffany has a special guest she's going to bring in who's going to do a screen share. So I want to give a heads up on that for those of you who are listening on Apple podcast, um, that they will do their best to verbally explain what's going on so that you can get it in your head with the, with just listening. But I also would highly recommend head over to YouTube after you listen to podcasts so that you can get the visual of the um, screen share because they are going to share the screen and, and go over a few things. Um, but before we get into that, is there anything else that you can think of shipping wise, beginner wise um, before the screen share starts with the process? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I liked Poshmark for a lot in the beginning was that it was cheaper to ship bulkier items. As we know, like coats and boots, especially with dimensional weight, can be very um, pricey to ship. Mm -hmm. And with Poshmark, you were able to get a flat rate for the buyer of maybe it would be, I don't remember, $12 to ship a pair of boots, which, you know, is good. It's enticing. So bulkier items were generally uh, much better on Poshmark than they were on other platforms. Okay. That's, That's it. <laughs> keep in mind. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. There's a downside to that also with the, their fixed price, because if you're selling jewelry, which is, you know, could be mm -hmm. first class or, you know, for not very much, three or $4 on Poshmark, you're going to be paying the seven ninety five, seven fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Really yeah, that's a high price to pay for a two ounce item. Right. right. Sure. I mean, first class, because first class shipping is generally what in the three to four dollar. Three to, yeah. 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 Depending on whether it's going across the country or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 But even a three ounce thing going across the country is still going to be three dollars and something. You yeah. know, two to three ounces is still going to be under four dollars cross country. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely that's a good point on the, the jewelry aspect of that. So yeah, the smaller items. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tiffany, do you want to introduce your sidekick and get started? Because I think you guys are going to share some great things. And I know there's some things I need to learn about because 
it's been a little while since I, I know there've been some new things that Poshmark has integrated that I have yet to dabble in. So I'm excited to see and learn. Okay. Um, I have my friend Lori that helps me with my, my business and Lori is here today. This is Lori. Welcome. Hi, Lori. Welcome. Lori does most of the um, cross-listing for me and into all the different sites. So she knows a lot more about Poshmark and the recent changes that have been made than I have played around with yet. So, Well, we're so happy to have you. And I can't wait for you to teach me some new things. I'm excited to be here. I usually just get to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're a special guest. (laughs) So So we're, we're excited. Share that screen. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and do that. All right. So we're, um, the, let's talk, you want to talk about the Poshmark ambassador status maybe first? Sure. So I have that, where is that word? <laughs> it's like down here. It's going to be under, under stats. Under stats. I don't know where that is on a desktop. No, let's see. So most people use the, um, the app on their phone. Um, I use the desktop frequently for Poshmark, but I think most sellers generally use um, the app. Yeah, I'm an app person, personally. The only time I use it is when I'm cross, when we have something to cross list. Mm -hmm. So anyway, there's a, um, I don't know where you find it on here now for the Poshmark ambassador status, but the Poshmark ambassador status you get from doing lots of shares and follows and I don't really think it gets you um a lot of extra benefits no I think I think the benefit of being a a posh ambassador is you know when people are purchasing from online they look at your stats they you know if you've only got two feedbacks they're like "Eh, I don't know if I want to buy from them I don't know anything about them Mm -hmm. ambassador you've had a certain number of sales you've had a certain number of shares you have a certain number of followers and you also have to maintain a star status. So when you buy from an ambassador, you know they've been selling for a while, they have several items that have sold well, that they've been rated highly on. So that's, I think that's probably the biggest advantage is that you have good, you have a good reputation. As an and, ambassador. and you get this little, this little thing right here. Under your, the yeah, and one of the things that they did when they went public was they did give posh ambassadors um, a chance to, to to buy for their IPO. So um, oh. that was one thing that they they did. It was only available for uh, posh ambassadors to buy the stock. Wow. Before the release. Um, the other thing I noticed that they do for posh, ambas- posh ambassadors is they recommend you to other um, sellers, like follow this like posh ambassador, follow this posh ambassador. So you get a little um, bit more visibility. Yes. Plug, yes. plug you. Sorry. <laughs> they plug you. Yeah. That's nice. And then you can see right here that your number of listings, the number of shares, your followers, and the people you're following. And, you know, that's uh, people look at that too. Like if you have zero, then, then you know, that's just helps your reputation. Right? You have 1,043 listings on Poshmark. That's impressive. That's really good. That's a lot of maintenance. So for those on podcast, she's showing at the top, they keep the stats there on her page. So you can see the stats on the top of people's pages. We're going to remember to talk talk these things out here. (laughs) Can you guys project your voice a little bit more? 
I, I think it's sure. sure. Okay, thank you. Um, so this anyway, you want to talk about following and sharing? So when you share, you share to your followers. So the more people you're following, the more things will be shared to you. And then, you know, there's a the social aspect of if you follow, they follow back. So the more followers you have, the more you share your items to. Um, also, you get you get some favorites, some folks that you've purchased from before that you're like, oh, I really like that. So I might go to their their site and see what's new. So that's the advantage of sharing and following is that you're also more visible. I can tell you I don't have the stats because I don't keep those numbers. But if I have a day where I have not shared very much, I don't get very many um, likes. And that's how you know who's looking at your items is by if they like it or not. So the more, the more you share, the more your items get in front of people, the more they're likely to like it and buy it. Can you show us like what sharing, how sharing works? Like what, what would you do if you wanted to share an item? We're going to get to that. All right, cool. <laughs> well, you you want to go to that now? Yeah, you can do that if you want. So. so there's two ways to share. You can share each item individually, which if you, um, if you scroll down a little bit, there's a little, I call it the share icon because it's like an arrow that's pointing in a circle, a square circle, but you can just click that and it comes up and you can share to your followers. That's how in the past we shared everything. So to share the entire closet, get each item individually was probably, I never did it completely. It was probably a four hour process for our size closet. That's a lot of time to commit. Um, yes. Poshmark recently rolled out and most people probably have it now. Um, <clears throat> some people may not see it on their desktop, especially if their desktop is um, a not Apple. Um, there's a little, I call it a tools. It's not settings like a gear, but it's like little tools. There's a wrench and a ruler or whatever it is. And if you click on that, it's in the top right. Um, if you're on your app, then you need to click your closet. And if you're on your closet, the, the item is right up here on the top right. And you click that. And you have more options on the app, but on the desktop, you have a share to followers. And when you click that, it comes up and you can literally click what you want to share. Mm, I like so this. I shared, I shared the entire closet this morning just to, to time, um, because a lot of times I share when I have five minutes. It mm -hmm. took 24 minutes to share the entire closet this morning. Now, did you do that on um, mobile or on the desktop? On mobile. I, I don't have this option on my desktop. I do have it on the iPad and I do have it on my phone. So my phone is Android. So I have both options. They, they rolled it out in, in waves, I guess. So I got it on my phone before I did the iPad. Yeah. So option, if you do it on the desktop, it takes a long time. The actual like behind the scenes processing, it probably takes about 10 times as long as it does uh, from your phone for whatever reason. To do the bulk, Libby? To do the bulk sharing, yes. To do the bulk sharing or the bulk offers. Mm -hmm. it, takes, it takes about 10 times as long. So the recommendation would be to do that from the app? I'm sharing 10 listings 
All right, that's yeah, that's fast. I guess they're working on that because it, it would take me a lot longer than that. So here's here's an individual share where I'm going to just click the individual item and share to followers, and it says it was successfully shared. Um, you will notice when you do one share, it does not change your screen, but when you do a bulk, it'll refresh your screen so you can see what your closet. The most recently like. shared goes to the top of the goes closet. To the top of the closet. Gotcha. I, I use a share to sort things. If you look on Tiffany's, you can see the watches were sorted. They, they're sorted now, but I'm not going to refresh it. Then um, the color street. And then I have some vintage stuff, swim stuff. So I use it, the share to sort the store. Um, sometimes with the bulk share, it does not share them in order. So my store gets messed oh. up, which drives me nuts. And then I have to go <laughs> into an individual share to fix it because yeah. I like it to be orderly. Um, oh, that's good to know. I would assume it would have shared them in order. Huh. It does not always work that way. So I have a few things on here that I'm still working on getting back in the right place, but I'm still going to use bulk share because 23 minutes to share the entire closet is way better than four hours. Absolutely. That's and a once huge you hit the share, thing. it does it on its own. You don't have to babysit it. So mm -hmm. that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, I, I love the, the bulk share. I had uh, a virtual assistant that uh, shared my closet for a while and I had her do it and I don't know it just wasn't it just wasn't worth it like I just I like the list it and forget it mentality but um it's a lot of work yeah I this bulk is a game changer yes but we have to keep in mind that um probably almost everybody has bulk share now so mm -hmm. we I stay on top of it I share every day at least once and if I don't have time to share the entire closet, I share three, four, five times a day, just keep sharing items because everybody can share now. And the more you share, the more it's seen. So just keep that in mind as well. It's a game changer for everybody, not just us. So mm -hmm. yeah, true, true. Now I've heard that keeping the items together um, makes your closet more cohesive and makes it easier for people to shop your closet. Do you find that? Is that why you do that? And um, there's so there's two trains of thought on this that I've read about. One is that you shop, you you keep your most expensive items first. I guess the hope that somebody will go into your closet and go, oh, look at this watch. I want to buy it. Um, the other is that you keep like items together or by color. Uh, I find that keeping like items together is if I went into Tiffany's closet looking for a watch. And the only one I see is the $1,100 watch. I'm not buying a watch if I don't want to spend $1,100. But if you look on her watches and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy a watch, you're like, oh, look, she has a $150 one and a $40 one. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm searching for a certain type of item, a blouse, a watch, a pair of pants, then by keeping those kind of items together, it makes it easier for them to shop multiple of your items instead of just one. That's how yeah. I that's a really smart tip. I love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Plus, I think it's really hard to keep everything in a dollar amount order. Um, it's just, that's a lot of work. I can see by looking at it that it's a watch. I don't have to go look at the price and do an individual right. shoot to fix it. So, well, yeah. so you see, like, like, for instance, we have a huge tie-dye section um, that Lori tie-dyed herself, by the way, all the shirts. But, but but when we, when you come to that, you can see, oh, well, I like that. Maybe that's not for me, but you can see quickly that there's other ones. Like you, you can, you can see what there is to choose from 
in yes. one in one glance. Yes, all yeah. on one screen. You can have most of our tie dye, and you can go, oh, I like this or, one better, or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was, yeah. And I like sometimes. Um, she Lori sorts by um, type of clothing, but I seen sometimes she does by color. Mm -hmm. So you'll get to all the black tops or all the you know every. It's kind of nice that way. I like it. If you want a purple blouse, our purple, it's all together, and you can pick a purple blouse from that. So um, if you're a certain color person, there's that's how it's sorted. It's like shopping a catalog. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I like this. This is why I love her. I wouldn't have patience for that. <laughs> I'm sure there's other reasons you love her, too, but that's a good one. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. I see on yours, and it's something I don't have on my um, Poshmark store, Meet Your Posher. Yeah, a lot of people have that. Yeah, I've seen that. So tell us a little bit about that. Is that a good strategy? Is, you know, what are your thoughts on that? When I joined Poshmark, they just made me do that. That was okay. a, a thing that, you know, that popped up when you first signed up. And then you put a little bit about yourself in the description. And, um, and if you look down here, there's, um, Tiffany has a whole bunch of comments. People are like, thanks for sharing. Um you know, all kinds of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Okay. Send you a little comment right there on your, um, on your meet the posture. Yeah. Maybe that was something they didn't have when you joined Lemmykin's Wizard so early on. Yeah. We're old now, right, Molly? We're we old. Are. We've been you on too long. You can certainly add it. Yeah. yeah. Just put your picture on there as a listing, not for sale. Right. But information about you. I can't buy Tiffany? Come on now. <laughs> you can try, but she's zero dollars. You're going to buy her at the price, you know? Yeah. She's priceless. What was priceless. her original price? So can you mention about the original price and how you handle that on Poshmark when you're doing a listing? Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. I pretty much research every single item we sell. Okay. Um, some items that are new with a tag have a price tag on it. So I know what the original price was. Yeah, that's nice, right? When it has that. <laughs> you know exactly what it is. But if it's an item that is the tag's been ripped off or um, you know, it's gently used, then I research the item and I note down what the what it's selling for right now or what it's sold for new. Mm -hmm. And um, I keep that in, I put that in the listing. And then when you look at an item, it's down underneath the picture is the, mm -hmm. the, the title. And then it's what it's selling for. And then there's a little crossed off spot that tells what the original price was. That way everybody can see what kind of a discount they're getting on an item. Some people put $0 for their original price. Mm -hmm. um, in many people's mind, that means they either did not research it at all. So who knows if you're getting a good price or they can't be bothered to put a price in. And I've read some comments on some blogs that people are like, if it has zero dollars, I won't buy it. So um, we try to make sure that everybody knows that they're getting a good deal. Occasionally, the original price might be less than what the item is. But that's because some items are increasing value over time. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, that was always something like I when I was writing, like, for example, writing up instructions for the VA about how to, you know, cross lists and things like that, because it is something that a lot of other sites do not require. So, you know, I have all my listings on eBay and I'm cross listing them to Poshmark and all of a sudden I have to go back and kind of figure out, 
all right, what did this originally sell for? So as a quick and fast rule for Poshmark, I would just tell her, just go 40% above what we're asking. Like if you don't, because sometimes, you know, and this is just for me, it wasn't worth it to spend five minutes or 10 minutes researching a, you know, $20 shirt to see what the original price was. So I would just tell her, calculate 40% above and just pop that number in there. Definitely after the fact, that's, you know, you've already got it listed. Yeah. It's not worth going after. Um, I research before we list almost everything and we use a program that, you know, I draft everything in that program. And if I know the original price, I put that down in the bottom part, what the original price was. So yeah, that's really good if you're doing it from the beginning. Yeah. A, yes. So I do it all up front and have it all written down. Um, here's really a good good. example of a Color Street nail polish strip. I have the original price at $14 because that's how much it costs, but it's a Winter Olympic strip that's hard to find. And I have it from listed. the last Olympics. For, yeah, not the so. summer, what we're having now, but <laughs> three years ago, I think it was. Yeah. So it's listed a little bit more because it's harder to find items. It's a retired item. It's a retired okay. color street um, item. Okay. So I'm going to switch subjects a little bit. What about offers? You want to explain about how the offers work and what that is? So the a beautiful thing that they did with this new tools was I could go and look in my news and see who made an offer and offer individually. But under tools now, I can make offers to likers. And I can decide how much I'm going to offer off. And I'm going to do 10%. And you have to offer discounted shipping. Um, I usually do $5.95. And then I hit next. So but if you can't see this, it's all pretty easy to follow. They have it all up on the screen with, with directions. And then I can- So see- offers go both ways. Somebody can send you an offer and you check for that, but then also you can send offers to people. Correct. Right? Okay. Um, so right now I could send offers on these items because they have likers. And it shows you on this screen what, the, what your offer price would be and what your earnings would be. So I could send a bunch of offers. I'm not going to do that right now just because it's going to take time, but um, I could click that. Actually, let me do one. I'm going to submit the offer to the liker. It's going to say, hey, this is a 10% discount. This is how much your shipping is. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes, I'm going to submit the offer. And then congratulations, it's been sent. And I hit continue and it takes me back to my closet. Um, I could... I could do that individually by clicking this item and I could do an offer price drop on the item. It's on, on the desktop. It's on the right to the about halfway down and I could do that there. So there's two ways to do it. If you've just recently sent offers to almost everything in your closet, you might want to go in your newsfeed and see who has liked something and individually make offers. Um, you'll get a message. If someone, that. I'm going to click on that. If somebody sent you an offer. Now see this one wasn't, this says his offer wasn't sent because I just sent it. You know, we just did a bulk offer a few days ago. But here's one, somebody liked our item right here. Five minutes ago. Five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, it says somebody liked your item. It shows the picture. I'm gonna click the little arrow to the right and I'm gonna do an offer right here. And you can edit the price publicly, which sends it to everybody, but I do offer the likers private. Um, partly because public will make an edit on your item and it'll move it in your closet to a different location, then you have to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, gotcha. 
I'm just a little anal about that. So <laughs> give me your current listing price. I'm going to choose 10% and then it's going to tell me what the calculated offer is and I'm going to hit apply offer. And then it's going to ask me what my discounted shipping is. It's going to tell me what my earnings are. And it gives you a whole little note about this and I'm going to hit submit and then hit continue. And then if I go back to my news feed, it's going to tell me that I sent that offer to that liker. That's great. Anybody gives you an offer, it's going to show up here. I don't know if we have any recent offers to show, but they'll send you a message. Poshmark will send you a notification if somebody makes an offer and they will also put it in your newsfeed. And then you just look at the offer. If it's a good offer, just accept it. Um, if it's a crazy offer, then you can counter it and say, yeah, I'm not taking $5 on a $600 item. Uh, I'll counter back, you know, 500 or whatever. That's how offers work. If you scroll up to the top, then you can also click offers on the left-hand side of the desk and it'll show you all the offers. These are, so you can tell we did a bulk, we did a bulk offer a few days ago. Um, we did have somebody send me an offer on a skirt that I accepted. It was 10% okay. off. 10% is pretty standard um, that we offer immediately. If it's an older item, we'll offer more than 10%. Now, one of the things that I like about Poshmark that differs from eBay, since I'm an eBay person, is that if you take an offer, you get paid automatically. They take that money out of the person's account. You don't have to wait for them to pay. It's pretty much automatic. Bless them. Bless them. Yes, that is so nice. <laughs> I, I, yeah. hate, I hate the waiting to be paid. I, mm -hmm. that, that drives me crazy. Yeah, and I yeah. think a lot of people do. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't like that. Yeah. So what types of items, um, and Libby, this goes for you too, sell for you personally on Poshmark. What do you find? Do you have a most popular item? Um, you know, it's varied for us over time. Handbags seem to do very well in the beginning and the higher end stuff. And then, and then it kind of, I mean, I'm talking since 2012 too, folks. Like this is right. <laughs> this has right. been a cycle. So in the beginning, it was high-end handbags and the higher-end stuff sold for us well on Poshmark. That stopped and it kind of became like, we called it like a garage sale almost, like, mm -hmm. you know, $5 items. Now it seems to be that we're selling um, some career wear and some dresses like in mid to high range on, on Poshmark. So you know, it's an evolution. The other thing, and this was Tiffany's uh, trip, Tiffany's tip for me uh, was to put undergarments and lingerie on Poshmark that they sell well, intimate sell well, or on Poshmark. Yep. And uh, they have, they have sold relatively well. Yeah. And, and Halloween stuff. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's where you sell all Halloween stuff. Like that. <laughs> yes. yes. Halloween sells year round for us. And, and uh, I think it sells more on Poshmark than eBay. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. That's our mm -hmm. Halloween sales. Yeah. <laughs> All sure. right. Posh parties. What's a posh party? So I think they're, it, they're like three times a day. But if you look across the top menu where it says feed women, men's kids, home pet, you come to parties. And so there's no party going on right now, but it'll tell me what upcoming parties are coming. And basically those parties just target a certain type of item. Like there's a designer one coming up at noon today at three o'clock will be jewelry 
and man, do we have some jewelry. So I need to make sure that I don't miss this party. <laughs> some people say parties do not help with sales. Some say they do. Uh, I do know that if I participate in a party, then I, I get more likes. The more likes you get, the more offers you offer, the more sales. Um, when there's a party going on, you can only share to that party the items that are listed in that. So the best in jewelry is the easiest one. Jewelry and accessories, that's like scarves and hats and sort of things. Okay. That is the only thing that can be shared in that party. You can go to the party and just look at jewelry. I'm like, oh, I want to buy some jewelry. Let me click into the party and just look at it. The beautiful thing is, let me go back to my closet. This is something they added that's absolutely fabulous. When you click that little tool thing where it has the share to followers, mm -hmm. when there's a party, there's a share to the party. Oh. And Poshmark will sort all of your items that are eligible for that party. And you can just share, share, share. Takes five minutes. You can share every single one of your items to that party. Um, I believe that we get more, we get more likes after I've shared to a party. So it's up to you if you want to take the time to share to a party or not. I think it's beneficial for us. Um, like the designer one, we may not have very many that fit into that one. So that party may not be terribly beneficial to us, but definitely we probably have a hundred something jewelry items. So that's a party I don't want to miss. I want to get that in front of people. So uh, I have a question. What percent would you say of sales are your Poshmark of your total of your total revenue? I would say most is eBay. 20, 2030. Yeah. yeah. 2030. All right. So that's, that's pretty significant. Yeah. That's pretty significant. I just think people, you know, <laughs> want to know that. Yeah. So right. um, I'm probably about 3%, but I also only, I don't, I have only a couple hundred listings on Poshmark's. Right. We definitely have certain items that sell better on Poshmark and some items that don't sell very well on Poshmark. So I don't list everything on Poshmark. Yeah. I don't think it's going to sell or if it's, if we're only going to make a dollar because of the fees, then I don't list it on Poshmark. It's not worth it. Yeah. No. So pick and choose. Okay. Um, that was awesome. Thank yes. You. Yes. All right. Something else. Closet clear out. So periodically Poshmark runs a closet clear out and they'll send a little notification that they're doing that. And the, you have to, to participate and to get the benefits, you have to lower your price by 10% at least. And during periods of closet clear out time, they offer free shipping to the buyers, um, which is a Poshmark huge- Poshmark offers free shipping or you as a seller offer the free shipping? Periodically Poshmark offers free shipping. Oh, wow. So they paid for the shipping. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's not very long of a time. It's only an hour to six hours and it's on certain items. So basically, if there's a closet clear out, you get a notification and you want to buy something, you need to check and see if your item is on a free shipping list. We don't participate too much with that, um, mostly because then you have, you have to be there at the right time to, to do it. Mm -hmm. Occasionally we will be, but it's, that's a catch it when they offer it sort of thing. So if you're okay. in Poshmark and you're looking for something specific, then watch for those notifications because you want that free shipping, especially if it's a, a little piece of jewelry that you're like, I'm not paying $7 shipping. Right. As a seller, I would love to take advantage and try a closet clear. I have not done that yet. Mm -hmm. It just sounds appealing to me. <laughs> watch, you have to watch for the notifications. Um, 
you know, one of the things that we often do is the, if it's an item that's been a while, we're just going to offer the 10% with a free or really discounted shipping anyhow. So that our, our folks that really want something, if it's a, especially if we've had it for a little while, they don't have to wait for a closet clear out. Anything else that you want to touch on while we have you, Lori? Well, there is one thing. There's one thing, but I can't show you because we're not um, sharing our screen right now, but I'll explain it. You'll be able to figure it out really easily. Yeah. Under that tools with the little wrench, whatever is behind it, there's another option that's a bulk edit of your listings. Listing price. Listing price. Mm -hmm. So say we decide this week, all of our jewelry is going to be 10% off and I'm not waiting for somebody to like it to send them an offer. I can go into bulk edit and I can, it'll let you choose it just like you do with the share. And I can pick all the jewelry items and say, I want them 10% off. And it will change all of them without me having to go in there and do each one individually. So we can offer a little sale of our own with a bulk edit of the listing price. So, no, and you determine the time on that, or do you yeah. have to mark a calendar and make yourself go back and change you it mark back? Or make yourself go back and change it. Okay, so you don't set the time limit. Okay. But, but it's a nice little tool, especially if you're like, um, you know, we only have three or four of these items left and we'd like to just sell them. Then we can just go in and bulk edit those three items, change the price a percent on all three of them, and be done with it. All right. You can use that to go up or down, correct? I think you have to go down. I think it's only down. So once you mark something down 10%, you're stuck at that price. You can't use the bulk edit to go in and put it back up again. Yes, okay. I try to up the price on anything because I don't think we ever do that. Um, generally, if we're going to offer that discount on Poshmark, that's going to be the new price forever. Okay. Okay. Yeah, be curious about going back up if you wanted to do like, I mean, on eBay, we do sales often, like if you wanted to just yeah. do a temporary sale, how that would work, getting it back to the original price. Yeah, so it's like just that. like a flash sale. So, something to look into. People can comment if you know the answer to that. Somebody yeah, how you do that. Yeah, you do that. We'll give you an update on that. You can. <laughs> you can raise or drop the price. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's good to know. I checked because we don't very often raise the price on anything. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know we could do that, but there is an option to raise the price. Well, that's so like, excellent. All right. I think we just wanted to mention Poshfest coming up, right? Do you have the date there? October 8th and 9th. October 8th and 9th. And um, so basically it is just a conference for Posh users. I've never been. Have you been? Have you guys been? Yeah. No. Uh, this year you can do it virtually or you can go to, or I think it's in Orlando, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's different prices and structures, but there is the opportunity to do it virtually as well. And I've heard great um, things about it. We actually know a couple of the speakers this year. So, you know, think about it. If you're interested, you can go, we'll put the link in the show notes and uh, sign up. That was great, Laurie. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, yeah, I can't wonderful. wait to implement some of your stuff. Thank I you know. So much. I want to go play on Poshmark for a while. I, I know. have so much knowledge about this stuff. That's why I had to have her here. Well, you know where to find me if you need help. Thank you so much for your <laughs> Thank time. You. Bye, ladies. We appreciate it. Bye. That was wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, thank you so, for coordinating that. No problem. What is going on in the community, girls? 
We're up to 122 subscribers on YouTube, Libby. Excellent. Excellent. So that's great. And we did have um, in, I think it was episode one, I don't know. Now I'm losing episodes. We got so many now, I can't keep track of the episode numbers. But a few weeks ago, we introduced you to Diva G. And um, we have a comment on YouTube about that episode. Love Diva G. Casa is my fat, fabulous, is a fabulous cause. So sweet. Awesome go-getter. Love do-over boutique. It's all in the name. What a journey. The podcast story with your little sister was delightful. Everything is happening on schedule. Looking forward to your journey. Thanks, Libby and Tiffany and Molly. Great connection made with the Diva G. Everyone will love her. Yeah, that was sweet. And this is one of our, this is just that following this whole journey is just so wonderful. There are so many people already invested. I mean, we just introduced her and there are already so many people invested in her journey and her success. It's, it's neat. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, guys, mind is again, reeling after this episode, because I learn new stuff. I learn new stuff every time. Um, If you enjoyed hanging out with us, make sure you head over to consignmentchats.com to connect with with us, subscribe, ding that little bell and notifications, hit the subscribe button on YouTube, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you use to listen to our amazing voices online. Notice how I popped that out there. Um, Anyway, follow, like, leave us comments, feedback, love it all. Um, Consignmentchats.com. Until next week, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to have my mug back soon, I promise. (laughs) Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more, and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.